But you know what? I was just listening to this sermon Sunday uh, by T.D. Jake. It was talking about broadening your circle. And it talks about how, like, the blessings you're looking for are in the places you don't want to go. Like, it's, yep. it's with the people you don't want to be, be with. And, like, you have to open your heart and grow as a person so you, you're, you like, more available to it. You got to get into white spaces. Yeah. You got to – that's – and change opinions. You got to start from the top and do it that way because that's the only way to do it. So if you get in these, if you get in white spaces and start to take over, not necessarily, not necessarily take over, but you work with them and then we get to a common ground, things will change. I think things have changed, but I think yeah. you have a long way to go because yeah. who knows what's been going on before these cameras. Right. So mm -hmm. I think us having cameras and us being able to start movements like this and awareness is like, oh, this really goes on because for a lot of white people, they have no idea that this is happening. We just we was just chopping it up about we, we just, had it. <laughs> we just had a pod. <laughs> Real? Yeah, we were just talking. Um but we can get right into the shits with the shits because we got a lot of shit to talk about and um Let's get it. really there's no introduction needed. I mean if you're watching already, you already know what is going on. It's the raw podcast, episode twenty one. Twenty one, we out here. 21. They say we couldn't do it, but we did it. <laughs> we out here. Oh, nigga. Hey. I've been watching that episode one. Hey, salute. That's great. Respect. Yeah. We're here still with the video, you know what I'm saying? During the quarantine, during the pandemic. Had to. It was only right, you know what I'm saying? We was bringing my peoples on, but it's funny because, like I was telling you, TJ, like me and Tiana's, like the way we know each other is like not your average, like. Definitely not. It's a story. Like, we used to go at each other's necks. So. <laughs> I mean, front page of the newspaper type. Yes, like, <laughs> like no jokes. Like, literally, when, when we seen each other, we was in the same. First of all, if we was in the same building, it was probably 100 other niggas in the building. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. So serious. Like, yeah. if we were playing a game, if we were playing a basketball game in Laney's gymnasium, yeah, a lot of niggas in there. It even true. at Ashley, I mean, which is hard to fill up, but it would still be a lot of people there. Yeah, it was federal. Every game, like, we already knew every game, like, what it was going to be yeah. and, like, the kind of energy we had to bring. So, hey. That's dope. That's dope. You got girls filling up the gym. There's nothing like it. Yeah, yeah, no, that's crazy. That's crazy. So, you know what I'm saying? I had to definitely represent, bring one out from the hometown. This is my homie, man. T. T is everything, like, book, you know what I'm saying? Like, she's got the athletic side. Like, she has records at Winston-Salem, like, three-point records, you know what I'm saying? And she's still getting a degree. Already has her first one. Like, she's really doing shit for herself. So, definitely had to bring Salute. her on. Salute. Appreciate that. Appreciate that. Definitely had to bro. So, we're going to get right into it, man. First, you know what I'm saying? We have to salute and pay homage. Um, You already know where I'm going. It's George Floyd all the way. Um, A lot of things going on right now. A lot of things to be said. Personally, I really don't want to speak too much on it. I don't. I want you guys to speak because I feel like um, I personally don't. I don't know what like I know what to say, but I don't like because I feel like it's just starting to get repetitive. Like I just said earlier, TJ, if you don't really know what to say, I feel like it's more intelligent to just not say anything at all. And I'm just gonna listen. So T, 
where do we go from here, bro? Like, how are you feeling? Can we even get on, like, can it get better? Do you believe that it can get better? Keep it, keep it real, bro. Don't sugarcoat. We're talking about a lot of generational, like, embedding of, like, a, a way of thinking. So, I mean, I saw the video for the first time today, a couple of hours ago, actually, and I was actually with some of my white classmates. And, like, you can tell they don't want to talk about it. Like, it's, like, uncomfortable. But, like, um, it's just crazy, the fact that, like, he was dead for a good four minutes, and he was still on his neck. And that's just belligerent at that point. Like, that's, like, like you meant to do that. Like, right. the fact that you saw cameras, you saw people, and, like, you really thought, like, you were going to get away with the, get away with that. I just, I just don't understand what made you think, like, okay, he stopped moving. He stopped talking. He's obviously stopped. You can feel that he stopped breathing. Like, what made you keep deciding to like you're gonna keep and you can tell he's applying more weight as right. time goes on so um I think it takes a lot of like changing open conversations where people don't get heated which isn't easy but like you have to have open conversations where they can say their opinion because over time I've kind of learned that like it's not necessarily like a lot of white people don't it's not that they don't mean well they just don't understand and it doesn't affect them Cause if you really think about it, we're only thirteen percent of the population. I don't know, TJ. What do you think, bro? Uh, when I when I watched the video, uh, my first instinct wasn't that it, that the officer was racist. My first instinct was to say, um, that this officer lacked humanity, um, and and that's the problem. Uh, cause you see you see the the contrast between uh when white people were protesting about getting haircuts and opening the country, you know, and like they're, they're bumping officers, they're bumping, like pushing them, yelling in their face. And like, there's no, there's no tear gas, there's no fighting, there's no nothing. Right. And then yesterday in Minneapolis, when, when people were protesting about the killing of George Floyd, like, oh, here comes the tear gas. Right. And it's like, it's like when it's black problems, like we're treated like stray dogs. You know what I'm saying? It's like our bodies, our bodies are, and I posted this on Instagram, like our bodies are inexpensive or expendable, mm-hmm. right? Like they don't, it don't matter. You know what I'm saying? We could lose a thousand black people and the country would still go on. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and it's like, it's just disheartening because it's like the conversation just seems to always go in a circle. Like we always see the hashtag, we always see the post, and then it's like, what? What else can we do? What'd you say? We end up right back here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Another crazy video that we've seen that still has been done an injustice. That still people aren't arrested. That still like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just the same shit over and over again. Like, Like, it's just a I'm just keeping a band. Like, being fired is not enough for me. And like, I'm I'm be honest. I don't even know what enough for me is. We need a trial. Right, like, I feel like it should be like that, though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know, trials take time, but I think we need accountability here, and I think there's no getting out of this. Because typically they get out of it, but it was so blatant and so clear that for them to be fired by the next day, you already know what's about to happen. They're not getting out of this. They know it's bad. So, I mean, I think, I say, like, if he was white, it wouldn't have happened. And like you said, because he would view a white person like a human, he might not view black people like that. So he right. saw him as a black person, like, oh, he's overreacting, he's fine, da 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 da. Because they right. innately think for some reason that we're stronger. Like, does right. that- you know, we don't want to hear your apologies. Like, that's not good enough. Uh, like, if you really care about the posts that you're that you're putting up, then go vote for us or vote with us. 
mm-hmm. you know, hire us and don't hire us just because we're minorities, hire us so we can make differences and yeah. give us the reins to make the difference, you know, um, care about black agendas when it comes to president, president uh, elections and et cetera, et cetera. Like if you really care, then like make a difference because you have the, the, the ability to make a difference. Don't just put up a post and then say right. you care about all these different things but you're not putting the action into it. And that was my main question, which what I started with is like, you go, where, where are we going from here? I think this is the peak of like back to the 19, like 60s and 70s. There's some shit that's about to really go down <laughs> before either the end of 2021 or like the beginning of next year. That's like really because like a recession is coming, like a whole bunch of shit. Yeah, it's we about to in waves. It's shit happening like it's about to really go down and i don't think that we've seen because if you like like you just said tj it's a cycle to the point where it's the same shit like it's the same it's not like it's identical it's the same shit they're they're literally turned into modern day lynches we're watching in hd lynches happen on our phone like we're mm-hmm. we're seeing that so it's about to get real ugly and I'm, I, I don't I don't know. This is kind of what we're talking about, our fight or flight. I don't know if I'm going to be in the streets ready, you know what I'm saying, to go crazy for my black people because I'm not trying to die. I'm just keeping it hot. But any way that I can say something and be a part of it, like I'm going to try to, but I just encourage anybody listening, don't, don't, don't do no stupid shit right now. Yeah. Don't try to ride the wave of being a social advocate just because because like, you think you're going to be protected. Like yeah. That's stupid. Yeah. Don't, you know, like, say what you know. Speak about what you know. Don't right. don't sound unintelligent and by just, like, saying, you know, white people are racist, etc. Like, and don't ruin your white relationships either because you know we need them. You know we need them. You gotta get into white spaces. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta that's, and change opinions. You gotta start from the top and do it that way because that's the only way to do it. Right. So if you get in these, if you get in white spaces and start to take over, not necessarily, not necessarily take over, but you work with them and then we get to a common ground, things will change. I think things have changed, but I think yeah. you have a long way to go because yeah. who knows what's been going on before these cameras. Right. So mm-hmm. I think us having cameras and us being able to start movements like this and awareness is like, oh, this really goes on because for a lot of white people, they have no idea that this is happening. They really yeah. just think like, oh, like, and then some, some people like, I literally asked a classmate not too long ago, do you know who Trayvon Martin is? I'm like, no. And I'm yeah. like, I mean, <laughs> what can you do? But like, I asked them today and they were like, oh, I heard about what happened yesterday. And I'm like, okay, like, that's progress. So, like I said, the biggest thing is to get in white spaces. Yeah. And like you, like you said, also, like, um, Tiana, you know, we got to be able to have conversations where we're not, where we're not getting heated, you know, yeah. um, because that's, that's it. White people can't do that. Yeah, I mean that. Well, I think it's part too because they don't want to, uh, and that's not everybody. That's not everybody. That's privilege. Yeah, exactly. They don't. They don't have to listen to what we got to say. Mm-hmm. Um, so forcing ourselves into those white spaces where they going, they force to listen to us. That's that's the only way. Yeah. Totally agree. Well, hopefully shit does get better. I'm not speaking negatively on any, you know, what I'm saying situation or wishing negative like on any circumstance, but. From what I mean, just me being real, just prepare for what's coming. And I know what side you on, because I ain't really, like, don't even come over here with that. <laughs> but 
kind of moving into another direction. Like I said, rest in peace, George Floyd. You know what I'm saying? We all here with For sure. We For sure. Um, but I don't want to be negative the whole podcast, but we definitely have to address that. Um, quarantine. This isn't too important. Quarantine. Is quarantine come to an end? <laughs> Hell no. We're about to be in quarantine to 2020. I think this is the new normal. I think we're going to live like this for a long time. Um, we're going to see a spike, obviously. The hospital beds are here already full. So I know in every other major city, it's, it's OD. So, I mean, I think we just have to adjust and get, get used to it. like, And then build your immune system. That's the best thing you can do. Like, yep. you know, fighting this. Like, I don't want to say it's inevitable, but sometimes it feels like, like it. Yeah. My daughter, you know? my daughter had told me one time that, uh, you know, you're more likely to get it than not. So, so that's why, so agreeing with Tiana, like, you know, you got to work on your body, get your body right. That's wild, bro. Like, I don't know. I, I'm still scared as hell, to be honest, because when you look at the numbers and shit, you're just like, damn, I'm still here. And Yeah. Um, I don't want no smoke with it at all. Yeah, like, I, I'm still here. My family's still here, you know, like, mm-hmm. and I'm in a place to where, like, right now, I mean, it's not terrible. But, like, I mean, I'm still, like, afraid to go to the grocery stores and et cetera. Like, shit like that. I'm not going in restaurants and shit. But, like, I don't know. I, I'm i grateful for it because I, I think that, like, this is a new normal. But I feel like, like, things when we come out of this are going to, like, a lot of people woke up during this quarantine, I feel like. Yeah. A, lot yeah. of, a lot of good yeah. things come from it. And um, me personally, I feel like I have. So it's just, like, I'm ready to... I'm like ready to charge up during this quarantine. Like that's what I'm working on right now is just how I can better myself and like what I can fix about myself and change and learn and then like all that shit like on a positive note because I feel like what else like what else what else should you be doing right now besides plotting? You know what I'm saying? Plotting. Yeah, yeah, no, no, like, real. Yeah, it's it's so boring that you have to like it's time it's time to be like in a good headspace like you said, recharge, go in the direction you're supposed to go in, like plan, like. Find out steps. Talk to people you have. Reach out to people you haven't talked to in a long time. Like, do the do, do what you gotta do. Handle your business. Yeah. And that quarantine shit. Like, speaking of that mindset of that that quarantine mindset. Let's talk about. Let's go ahead and flip the script. Let's talk about these artists who have been releasing during quarantine about <laughs> and getting money. Like, I don't <laughs> hear that in quarantine. Yeah. I have not like Young Ma dropped the album. I don't care. Like Bro, you you've been saying that forever. It's young and May. Yeah. <laughs> no, you know how much I don't care because niggas steady calling me that. I don't give I don't care what how you think. Bro. Her name. Like I don't like bro. So like, you ain't you ain't vibe with her album? I listen to like three songs. For, okay, first of all, I always try to put my faith in her, bro, because niggas steady do She can spit, yo. She can spit. She can rap, but like niggas steady, like everywhere I go, niggas tell me that. So like Bro, one time we had a game against Virginia Union. I swear they was the worst, bro. They was calling me Young Ma. Say, yeah, VU gonna give it to you. <laughs> VU gonna <laughs> give it to you. Who did that to me? But they did it the worst, bro. Like they was doing that shit OD. But like, bro, I, I just feel like if you an artist right now releasing music, and you're talking about certain things, and you're so out of touch with music, like. Right now is the time yeah. we need to make and create things that are gonna reach out to people. We are sitting in our house, like. Why are you making outside music? Like, <laughs> no, facts. That's fair. Why are you making That's outside fair. music? Like, I haven't heard a good new album yet, personally. 
But the my favorite project of the quarantine has been Drake's. So yeah, <laughs> like yeah. I feel like let me. And that was just a throwout. Like he just and that, okay. I'm saying though that was throwaways. That was that. Was, I think that was my favorite one. Um, ain't nobody else really released like a project. The baby. Oh, the baby. Yeah. That, no, that was. He disappointed me. I'm a fan. I'm a big fan too. He disappointed me. Yeah, that that was a miss for me. So nasty. But um. Megan and um Ashanti, yeah, I like that. But he still rolled the beat wrong. He was just, I don't know. He's <laughs> he, he got that herbo tendency. He just be rolling. Yeah, I heard that a little bit. Like it was like that song was supposed to be smooth, and he was so aggressive. And I was like, you just, <laughs> you can't be aggressive with an Ashanti on the beat. Yeah, no, for sure, for sure, oh. for sure. Y'all, how, how y'all feel about that Gunner? That Gunner album. I rock with the Gunner. Okay, okay. I Gunner was tight. It all sounds the same, but it's all it's a good ass sound. You know, I like his flow. I like his flow, bro. I like Gunner though. I do like him. He's fire. When y'all listen to music though, like what makes it good to you? Like what's like? Oh yeah, I like this. TJ, you can go first. Okay. Uh, uh, I mean, it just depends on who I'm listening to. Like, I don't, I ain't listening to Gunner to hear lyrics. So like mm-hmm. I just I just like the beats and the flow and like how it like matches up, you know what I'm saying? But like but if I'm listening to like like Cole, I ain't trying to listen to trap shit from Cole, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm trying to I'm trying to listen to what he say. So it just and if I'm listening to R and B or something like that, then like it's just the what they talking about. You know what I'm saying? So it's just a it's yeah. like basically TJ is a moody ass nigga. So if Yeah, TJ, hell yeah. Hell yeah. You already know. His catalog, he goes. I'm happy today. Boom. Hey, dead ass. Dead ass. I ain't gonna lie. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. That's sometimes how- I'm in my feelings. I'm gonna listen to some, some crazy shit. You know what I'm saying? I'm toxic sometimes. Whatever. Fuck yeah. it. Let me ride, Fee. Dang, chill. <laughs> I mean, I'm just letting them know. You know what I'm saying? I'm hip. I know you. I'm just letting, let, letting that be known. But for me, I don't believe. She about to say some off the wall shit. <laughs> I, don't, I don't believe in good or bad. It's, to me, it's really I like it or I don't. Okay. It, I think everything that's put out in 2020 is good. Why? Because literally in 2000 and what, like 16, niggas was able to make albums off their phones. So mm-hmm. now your album sounds good. If you're releasing, if you're releasing an album and it's on Apple Music, majority of the times, if it's on all platforms and you have a visual for it, you put some time and effort into that. You're not just gonna release Bush in 2020 because we will flame you. You know what I'm saying? Like, you you will get it on every platform. So I think nothing is, like, good or bad to me. It's like I like it or I don't, because that's like, you'll go through my music and you'll be like, what the hell is this? I would never listen to this. But I like it. Yeah. So that's not me saying it's good or bad. It's just, that's what I like. Right. Side note, who's the funniest nigga on Instagram? Drewski. Me. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck? You know. Drewski TV. I ain't fuck. Do you even follow funny niggas on Instagram? Hell people? no. You well, know I'm boring. Like you know I'm boring as hell. Ruski and Jetwell. No, I mean, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. Jesse is funny to me, but like. Man. This <laughs> man said. Ruski said. I'll sit and drink with the doctor. Man, what are you talking about? Like, <laughs> 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 you like that, though. When he be. Pretending to be the white, the white boys with them. Oh, my God. Look, you know I went to Ashley. 
So I swear to God, that shit is yeah. accurate. Like, <laughs> man, TJ, you know, going to my olive, like, yeah, you seen his video with like tight ass khaki, TJ? No. Oh, oh. <laughs> weak. You're about to be weak. Yeah. He'd be like, be like, yo, like Gavin, man, like. <laughs> I- <laughs> Bro, I had mono. I could survive anything. Yes, bro. talking about. What are you talking about? Ain't <laughs> like, like low key. He be roasting the fuck out of me. Like, <laughs> like it's so accurate, my nigga. Like, no, did, no. y'all know that Jazzy from his like Will Smith yeah. is an actual DJ? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I didn't know that. He has, I think he has coronavirus. Oh wow. Yeah. Man, yeah. Hey. celebrity is fine. They're perfectly fine. They be fine after they get it. Yeah. yeah, like they have no symptoms. Yeah. I wonder if it's like a scare tactic, but I ain't even gonna get into that. <laughs> That's a whole. We already know where the government. We already, we already. Hey, she walking down my road now. I like that. <laughs> I don't want to get into that because I remember <laughs> like they just say they just be saying stuff like oh, random strokes. Like what are you talking about? Like at this point, like something new come out every day. Yeah, or is, or they backtrack on something else. Yeah. Because now, now it can't. And now it now it can't stay on the surface, but they told us that like it can stay on the surface for like a couple days. They said that. Yeah. That's not even how a virus works. Doesn't even make sense. Nothing makes sense. Hey, what what makes the money go around? I mean, the money. I just told the answer. What makes the world go around? Money. Yeah. Yeah. No doubt. No right. Doubt. So, if I have three hundred thousand followers. And I'm an athlete or I'm a music, I'm an artist, whatever the case may be. I just have a following. Put this on your story. They're going to pay you. They're going to sponsor you. Do You don't know shit about it. You don't know anything about it. You don't know whatever. But to put this on your thing. Tell people to do this. Everyone's going to listen. I mean, yeah. I mean, you got people telling us to like, quarantine when you can see on their stories and not quarantining. Like, Nobody. Like, Nobody. I, can, I can visibly see that you've been with other celebrities in other states. Like, you flew across the country. You went on a plane. So, like, why are you telling me to... I, I don't understand it. Like, it's just certain things where I'm like... That's wild. It's so obvious. Like, it's so obvious what y'all are doing because, I, are, like I said, I'm going to just say it. They already have a vaccine. They're waiting yeah. for a lot of people to just get sick and scare all these people. So, I'll, oh, no, I got to get a vaccine. Are we gonna and then they're going to upcharge it. Yeah. Something's going to be $500 a vial, a vial and the insurance yep. won't take care of that. Yep. So. You see who I, they trying to get rid of us. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, of course. I mean, I mean, come on now, like, like they always say, they had a 400 year head start. We ain't never yeah. nothing. And I, I seen the um, I was talking to some like um old folk a couple, a couple days ago, and they were just saying like, black people couldn't even buy a house in 1968. So right. I'm like, how are we supposed? We didn't even have credit. That's right. why black people love Sears so much because, I mean, they allowed us to have credit at the store. So that's why black people were like, oh, I gotta go to Sears. Like, damn, I, I never knew that. Yeah. So like. It's like, we just ain't never had it. You're talking about, they've had this stuff, they've had plantations for 400 years. Like, we just, it's been, it's not even been 100 years since we've been completely free. Right. Nobody wants to take that into account. But, we getting there, but. We always got to end with that. We getting there, but. Yeah. I I think about part of that, too, is like, is our mindset. Because, like, I always like to put shit on myself to see how I can you know, progress myself rather than, you know, say whatever. Um, like, so if you put, if you got a neighborhood of 10 white kids, people expect all 10 of those white kids to make it out. Right. 
in the hood, you don't expect 10 black kids to make it out. You expect one, right? Mm-hmm. And then it's like, it's the mindset of like, oh, okay, I got to get it for myself before he get it. And that's how we stay down because we talk about the crab in a barrel mentality. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it doesn't, people don't see that like there's money for all of us. Everywhere. Right. <laughs> but everywhere. see, but see, white people see that. White people know that like, hey, Timmy down the street is going to be a doctor at, you know, St. John's or whatever. Oh, okay. Well, I'm about to go be a doctor in California or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, or whatever. But the black people in the hood, they like, oh shit, like so and so about to get signed. Let me let me go ahead and rob this nigga, or let me go ahead and do this or whatever. You know what I'm saying? It's all about like what what you're domesticated by. Like there's there's all these things that have literally we're like the like the crab in a barrel mentality is almost like all you see is all you know. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, for sure. That's all you know. And it's just like if you grow up in a family where you know, you only see it so much. It's like, I, that's why I commend people who, and I'm still trying to do it myself, like make something, do something that my parents haven't done in a way. Like I want to be the person in my family to create like generational wealth. Like mm-hmm. I want to I do that and I want to speak that to existence. But it's like, I remember being young and like not understanding why my parents couldn't make it happen. You know what I'm saying? Like, dang, like, you know, why, why won't y'all do this, et cetera. It's just like, I see all these other people doing this and that and, I, and being around it. And like T can tell you where I went to school at people, I grew, I was around people who had it. Like mm-hmm. you know, I tell you when you pulled up to Ashley, there's an airplane strip in the back of these people's backyards. Yeah. Airplane strip for their jets. I kid you not. Like mm-hmm. we used to skip class and go surfing. I used to go surfing with these kids with their Jeeps and their Mercedes and stuff. Like I went to their houses, they had elevators in their houses and, Mm-hmm. And I played lacrosse and volleyball and basketball. So the only team that I played on that was black, kind of black, yeah. was basketball. And you know you got to well, really school, wasn't black. You got, it really wasn't black for real. Really weren't black. Like now you we know were, it's a rich school if they got lacrosse. You're right. Point blank period. Good. We were like the niggas in it too, like in yeah. lacrosse. So like we were one of the good schools. So it was just like in soccer was a and baseball was a good uh, sport at our school. Like. It's just like, I don't know, like me being around that and then seeing my family and, and then like seeing us being middle class, almost not middle class. It's just like, wow, like I want to learn how to make that connection. But like he said, it's like, and like we talked about, like putting yourself in those rooms. It's all about who you know. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Relationships. Man, like relationships, relationships are huge. Um, but, it, but like you have to get past this barrier that we talk about that we don't like is like, I don't even want to build a relationship with you, but why I have to like, mm-hmm. that's what we have to deal with. That is, that sucks for me. And I'm just now getting there as an adult. Like, I think you have to be mad mature, but you know what? I was just listening to the sermon Sunday uh, by TD Jake. It was talking about broadening your circle. And it talks about how like the blessings you're looking for are in the places you don't want to go. Like it's, yep. it's with the people you don't want to be, be with. And like, you have to open your heart and grow as a person so you, you're you like more available to it. Because like I told you, I get tried all the time with this class. We've grown as a group together where like we understand like how to not step on each other's toes. And it's like, I've learned so much from them. Because like you said, they, they are the kids that like, oh, they got stocks. Like I had a classmate that made $10,000 in stocks while in class. Like, he sent me a screenshot. Like He was like, yo, T, look. Because I do like Forex trading a little bit. But he does long-term trading. So I was like, what like he was like yeah i'll teach you i'll anytime you want to talk about it like we can sit down and do it i was like shoot like 
has he said some ignorant statements sometimes? Yeah, but I know he means well. Like, I know it's yeah. love. You know what I'm saying? Like, I try not to be so hard on people because I know, like, sometimes, and especially sitting in this quarantine, I realize, yo, I've said some things. I've done some things where I'm like, somebody should tell me on that. Yeah, yeah. so I'm like, I can't hold everybody accountable for that all the time. Like, let's talk about it. Let's come to a common ground. Let's grow from it. So, like, sometimes we got to be aware of, like, I may not want to be in this space. It's very uncomfortable. I don't want to do it, but this might be where my blessing is. So got to do it. It's mature though. Like how old are you? Me? Yeah. 23. That's what I'm saying. Like we, with where we are now, we could have known this in high school. Like we could have thought this way in high school. We could have thought this way in college and maybe we may have a little bit, but like not how we know right now. And like I said, like, we need people to expose us of these things. Like no one is, no one is putting us onto that type of game. Like no one is telling us these things. We even see it as like, oh, I'm not gonna be friends with the whatever folk because I'm gonna build my shit here. You can't do that all the time. Like mm-hmm. you have to reach out. And it's like, damn, like it was childish to think that way. That like, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you know, stand over here and do whatever. But like, oh, it's pride, bro. <clears throat> That's how I feel too, like, because, you know, I went to HBCU, so I'm still at one, but at the same time, it's like, so, like, coming to, like, a setting like this, it was, like, a culture shock, and I had to get used to it, but, like, I had to get over myself, like, because at the end of the day, like, they, like, they give you a lot of love, too, like, I've noticed, like, they might really piss you off some days, but some days, like, they really mean well, like, everybody want to, like, help each other and, like, grow together, so, like, I think once we get past, like, the social, like, pariah between all of us and like we can actually like be human beings and just love each other like it'll be easier that's why i say like have a conversation like let's really try to sit here and like figure it out and like calm down and like understand each other because like if like they came to me and asked me something about my hair and i got mad what are they gonna think they're gonna keep being ignorant about black girls hair yeah like that so like be be patient like no like i don't wash my hair every day like i don't have to like this is the difference in our hair like it's little things like that like just being calm not easy but like that's just the growth in it all because like like i said like could be where your blessing is like you yeah. never know yeah i told him i told i had a conversation with my therapist today my therapist is a white woman so mm-hmm. completely different you know yeah um but she was telling me like you know you got to appreciate your vulnerability when people ask you those questions because like they're asking you because they want to know but if you like you said if you react in a way that's like not beneficial then they're just going to continue to be ignorant to other people. But if you can check that right then and show love in that situation rather than show uh, anger, then love is going to change it. You know what I'm saying? Love has the power to change everything. They already think I'm angry. Right, yeah. They already (laughs) so so we might as well. And we are. Yeah. I mean, we are like we're not I'm not gonna lie, like, yeah, you think we're angry and like all the all the stereotypes, like it's heavy. Like, all the stereotypes, I mean, we can't even deny them. Like, you know, like, we, yeah, we run sports. We run, like, we are bigger. We are faster. We are we're all those things, you know what I'm saying? And when we put our mind to something, we are a threat. And we're you dangerous. know We're dangerous. Like, you know mm-hmm. that. Speaking mm-hmm. of, let's get back on some bull bullshit. I know y'all know. I don't know everything about it. What's up with this Dojo Cat situation shit? <laughs> I don't even want to be on the camera. That was bad. It was bad. I I think like I didn't want to read too much into it because it got so cringy. But like, start from the you don't know what happened. Yeah, start from the beginning. Um, from my understanding, she was in like group chats, like you know, like tiny chat. You ever been on tiny chat? Yeah, 
No, but is it just like a whole like group FaceTime? Yeah, kind of. Like you can be in the chat, you can be on the mic, you can be like on the video camera. You can anybody can enter your chat, right? So I guess she was in there with like some like white people who like were real ignorant and they were calling her like the N-word and like she was doing stuff on camera. I heard she was like black? Yeah. Huh? Is she black? She's mixed. Yeah, okay. she's mixed. Biracial. And um she um she was on the camera like just I heard she was defecating on camera, vomiting on camera, just doing weird stuff. And like they would call her like the N word, like yeah, do this, do that, and she would like do it. And um, I think she talked about like how much she hated her hair or something. Or she was, I wouldn't take too much to that because she said she was frustrated with her hair. Was she getting paid for what? For doing this, like was she? Oh just- no, nah, I think she was just what? in it. And yeah, it was just been in them for a minute. Like Tiny Chat been around for a grip. Like I was in Tiny Chat at like 2012. Mm-hmm. So um. But she was in them like March 2020, so yeah. What the fuck? That's what I heard about the situation. It's a yeah. lot more. Action, she was but... she was saying like the N word too, like you know what I'm saying. She yeah. and uh hard uh, on yeah yeah and like I heard uh or I saw on Twitter um that like she didn't she didn't like black dudes like she didn't like like dating black dudes like. And it was like, but it wasn't just like, oh, I don't want to date black dudes. It was like, a, oh, no, I ain't touching black dudes, like, et cetera, et cetera. But it's kind of, I don't know how much I, I believe of that because she's like on Wild and Out. So, like, you know what I'm saying? But, yeah, like, I'm, not a, I'm not a fan anyway because she's too weird for me. So, I say, what is like, I've seen her name pop up on my Apple Music here and there. And I've seen, you know what I'm saying, her name pop up on my social media, like, before all this. But, like, I really don't recall anything that she's really been a part of. Like she kind of knew, like she's been coming up a lot because I think she dropped the album and, and then like she just got she just dropped the number one with Nikki like last week. Right. And all this came up out of nowhere, like it went crazy. Like the same time, like Meg and Beyonce dropped, Nikki and Doja dropped, um, and then like a week later, I think it was the Hive. I think the Hive came through and dug some stuff up about her. Had to, had yeah. to, cause you know they get they, they get to it. You know how they do. <laughs> they get they get down. Yeah. But it's a mess. Like I think she like. One of them weird, like, quirky girls, like, who don't know where she fit in, and then she just did something stupid. Because that's what it sound like. Trying to get attention, trying to get on, you know, trying mm-hmm. to make a way, whatever. I didn't know. I just seen oh. some, you know, nowadays, if you talking outside of your neck, you're going to get caught. So I seen it, and I wasn't really too fond of reading all of the stuff because some of the stuff I seen was so stupid. I'm like, who's going to take this serious? But then I started seeing it all, all over everything. Um, yeah. But I just wanted See about that. Another situation I don't know everything about to about is where I want y'all to put me on to again. I don't know exactly what Joe Biden said. I know some of the things he said. I'm gonna let him handle that because I didn't watch the interview yet, but I heard the clip and I was like, "What did you just say?" Like, see. Um. <laughs> um. Let me. Okay. Um. So I watched the interview. He did an interview with Charlemagne. Uh. And, like, the entire interview, it sounded like he was, like, trying to prove his, his like, loyalty to the black, to the black community. But it, but it was, like, he was reaching, like, mad hard. Like, you know what I'm saying? And, uh, you know, uh, Charlemagne was talking about, okay, what about the crime bill in 94, you know, which led to mass incarceration, et cetera, et cetera. And then he was like, well, what had happened was, and, you know, when anybody say, well, what had happened was, you know, they, they they messed up, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and uh, 
And like, so at the end, so at the end, he was like, oh, Charlemagne was like, you know, we just have more questions for you, like coming up, but like they ran out of time or whatever. And then Biden was like, if you're thinking of choosing between me and Trump, then you're not black. Which is like, how do you the hell do you say that to Charlotte? You think we really about to like rave over that? Like, I think he really thought I was gonna go one way and it didn't. And my whole thing was like, so what's your plan? Like, if you're gonna say something like that, do you have a plan for us? Like, I didn't even hear the plan. Like, there that, was, he doesn't have one. That's what I'm saying. Like, I, I listened to that whole thing and I was like, you know what? I'm not gonna be, you know, skeptical. I'm gonna actually listen to it. And I was like, this nigga, he didn't say anything. <laughs> but here's what I'm confused about. Like, was that even necessary? Like, did he? No. Like, black people were already in your corner. So this takes me back to TJ. We were just talking about this. This takes me back to you can be, you can stand up for the black people. You can say I'm for the black people, but you will never truly understand and you will never relate and you will never know how to cross the borderline and be on our side without saying stupid shit because you have never experienced it seen it through our eyes etc like if you have never been able to feel it like people always say do you think a white person being like you know like like doing obama things standing for obama stands for would like change it i truly don't believe that's like i don't see that being a thing like i don't i don't see that being a thing well if we're looking for that in biden then no we're 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 gonna miss like uh that there, there was a tweet where it said, like, we shouldn't expect Biden to be a great president, but we should use him to get what we need to get done. Of course. And I, I agree with that. But, like, <laughs> this is my thing. If you're black and you know black people, if he would have never said that dumb shit and he would have never reached in that interview. No, us, yeah, yeah. That would have been like, oh. Look, keep it simple, though. Us acknowledging, oh, this dude just came on Charlemagne the, and, and Breakfast Club and spoke. Wow. That would have been, yeah, people would have been lit off that. That would have been, yeah. like, you ain't even have to talk about, you ain't have to say nothing. You had to do all that. You ain't have to do none of that. Mm-hmm. We would just be like, wow, this nigga really just came and talked to Charlemagne, knowing, and if you, Charlemagne was going to throw you on the spot, Charlemagne was going to ask you yep. questions, if you would have just answered those accordingly and did what you needed to do without reaching, we would have appreciated that. But the fact that he didn't understand the line, like, he didn't. But that's the problem. Yeah, prep for that, right? Yeah, yeah. For something like this, you should know that Breakfast Club is almost like the black people seeing them. That's where we get our news. Yeah, no, fact. Why didn't you come up there? Why didn't your team get you ready? You can tell you ain't never been in no black spaces. So now I'm mad. So now I don't even want to vote for you because I'm mad. But um, he was prepared. I think that was his preparation. Like he didn't get, he didn't get that. That's not that. Like. You, you see what I'm saying? Oh, like, I'm he, he, he didn't get it. Like, he thought, oh, I'm going to go in here. Like you said, what not registered? And I'm going to say this. And you thought it was going to go one way and it didn't go that way. Yeah, because if you listen to him talk, if you watch the video, he was trying to dictate the conversation. Like, Charlemagne would ask a question, but he would give an answer that wasn't anywhere close to the question. He was just, like, spitting off facts. And it was like, so it's like, it's like one of those times where you go in class and you do a PowerPoint and you just kind of give off facts, but you don't ever hit nothing. Hit is, he, anything. is his team black? Does he uh, have black around him? I know Bernie did. Who? I know Bernie did. Yeah, Bernie, <laughs> bro, Bernie was lit. Bernie said the right things when he came here. Bernie was lit. Yeah. No, man. 
But see, and Bernie was one of those people. He was on the lines, like you know what I'm saying. Bernie was out there fighting with our people. Yeah, you know? like I know he's been in black spaces. I can't, I can't take no credibility for this dude. The most he probably, the biggest relationship he probably had with a black person was Obama himself. Yes. Isn't he old? Isn't Joe Biden older? I'm out of look. I don't know. I uh, he's in his seventies, like I think. Old as hell. Yeah, I think he's in his seventies or sixties, maybe. You a white, you a white successful person, and you almost eighty years old, and you ain't never participated in no bullshit. If you was around back <laughs> in the 50s, and 50s, don't make us pull up some dirt in 2020. And, come. and you can hear, you can just hear the way he talks, like, because I've been in, you know, like in my church, you know, what I'm saying older white people. This Negro goes to a white church, like a like. I, <laughs> Dad, don't call me out like it. <laughs> to a white church like when I go to when I go to Wilmington when I live in Wilmington I go to Port City Community that's a white church but like he goes to a white church yeah yeah no like I'm the only black person but like they've always showed me love you know what I'm saying but, um, but like it's been beneficial huh? though you know wait what do you say is it a small white church too like is it oh yeah yeah it's like traditional yeah like I yeah no I'm pretty sure some of their family members you know what I'm saying have done some crazy shit but they ain't never did nothing to me um cause they, they know so I'll shoot it Never mind. But no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> no, but like, but that's beneficial. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's beneficial to be in those white spaces where they can, I can check their ignorance and they can check my ignorance. And you yeah. can tell Biden has never been in a space where people have checked his ignorance. Yeah. You know, they have like, they've been like, oh, he's too powerful. So we can't say anything to him. And Charlemagne is actually one of those people who would check him. Oh, he, he did. Care. And he did. And then it was just like, like, I'm surprised Charlemagne didn't say anything at the time. I think it was because it was a video chat. That's why he didn't really catch it. Because, uh, you know, sometimes it's delayed. You know what I'm saying? I guarantee so, you. They, they look, I read Charlemagne's book. I guarantee you, before that interview, they told Charlemagne, you can't say. Yeah. Sir, because you, we will fire the shit out of you. Yeah. <laughs> the almost president. Like, then Charlemagne has already been fired four times. Yeah. Like, this is his last job. <laughs> His first job he's had for a long time. Like I know Charlemagne, he was probably ready to lose his career off of that interview. Like yeah, oh, he will try. And, and yeah, and, and I ain't gonna lie, that was probably his best behaved interview. Like he won't, like he won't really ask him like crazy questions. Like you know, but it was it was just still embarrassing for Biden, I think, and it's kind of embarrassing for us because Biden won the primaries because of black people. You know, I would have hard. It was. I just I just can't believe he ended the interview with like, oh, if you thinking about me and Trump, then you're not black. You're like, not do you black. like do you know who you're talking to? You know what I'm saying? It's like, not, this, it's not that simple. Maybe if you were talking to us ten years ago, we'd be like, oh, oh my gosh, like but we we evolved. We're an evolved people. We can't just yeah, <laughs> yeah, like like nigga, we don't need you. So wrapping all that up and talking about that, like I guess more of like in our realm of our society of what we can affect and what we can do. We got to vote on our last. Yeah. Like on our last kind of tidbit and just trying to like reach out to the people that we can't reach out. I wrote down and I mean, I kind of want to make this all one big ass question that I'm reading at all. Like I know T me and you have recently talked about stuff going on, like our community back home. That's like wild. Um, you know what I'm saying? Like just stupid things. And Jada's telling me it's been a lot more, like more than, like I knew about, like there's been like more than two or three people that have like been getting shot or doing. Oh like, yeah, it's a war. It's over now. Stupid, like, crazy it, stuff. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, but old heads when came back, so you already know how that goes. Yeah, 
so I just, I, I'm like, I guess getting into like what I'm trying to do with my own life and, and who I want to be. Like, I want to know what you guys think about how we, how we can be a bar- part of the community. Like, do you think that you feel like, do you feel like you have to be in your community to make a difference? Like you have to actually physically be there. to make um, I think you, you have to come back and make some stops sometimes. I don't think you have to consistently be there. Um, reaching out is the big thing. Like speaking on the situation that I talked, we talked about, I think, um, if I had checked in a little more, maybe called her sometimes or anything like that, check in like, hey, where did you decide what college you want to go to or anything like that? Maybe I could have made a difference. Like finding time. Like we talk about that, like with like, okay, giving back to school, right? They call you for like scholarship money. But like, like I'm, I think a big thing here, they talk about giving your time because that's just as valuable as your money, right? So like, what can you do in your community like to help the people that you can, that you reach to, that you influence? So like, reaching back and calling them girls that look up to you, like making sure they're good, making sure they're straight, like doing stuff. When you come back to the city, you're linking up, you're making sure everybody's straight, y'all getting together, having a good time. Like being an example, like showing like they don't have to live that lifestyle. They don't got They don't have to do that. Like I think, um, no, it's not mandatory that you're there, but it definitely helps. Like if you come back, like when you're around the city, like you go back, you can do something with the girls or whoever you're trying to influence. So. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I think <clears throat> I think too it's about um cuz like I'm bad about reaching out to to people in Green County. I don't really vibe with people in Green County like that, but um mm-hmm. uh but when I I'm a photographer, I don't know if you know it or not. Um yeah. like I I have linked up with multiple rappers and multiple people who still are in Green County and like I think that like helps people uh you know just uh be motivated, I guess. Um, cause it's like here, here you're seeing three people or two people, whatever, working together and they come from the same place, but they're on different levels and they're going to different levels, you know? Um, so like, I don't think you have to be in your community, but like, I think if you show love with your community, you know, and what you do and like, you know, me fee, like always, what I always say two, five snow hill, you know what I'm saying? Always, you know, um, so like it didn't matter. It don't matter how far I go. Like I'm always gonna show love, and like I think that helps. We gonna forever, you know what I'm saying? Represent where we came from, because when we make it, we get to say that we came from these areas that aren't shit. Right. You know, compared yep. to the people who get to say, oh, I grew up in the Bronx, or oh, I grew up in like Los Angeles. You know what I'm saying? Like we have to represent ours. We from small town USA. Right. Yeah. I know T lived in New York for a little bit, but like I'm just saying, like in general, like. You know where you learn shit at, like when, you, both, yeah. when you became, you know, who you are. And mm-hmm. I think the biggest ordeal with that is like because of how society moves and, and and with social media. I think you have to be somebody to go back to your community for people to actually. Yeah, because they ain't gonna give you that respect if you somebody doing the same thing that they're doing. But see, that's why I think it's fucked up is because it's like I feel like well, people will try to make a difference if they could just say, hey, I want to make a difference, and I wish people would listen to me, even though I may not be famous or I may not be whatever. Right. You know what I'm saying, like, I feel like there's people who would just want to make a difference because they were like, maybe that's their biggest purpose. Like, what if right. I have no other purpose in life? I worked at Walmart my whole life. I've done this and that. There. Why can't I just be someone who's an example in my community? Because no one's going to give a shit if you don't have X amount of followers, if you don't put out this, if you don't do that, if you don't, you know what I mean? Like, yep. But I think, like, and going, like, I always, like, when you have money and things like that, like, I feel like when you have, like, attain those things for the right reasons because you want to give back. Like, 
for mm-hmm. me, like personally, like, yeah, I do want to have money in life just because I want to be able to do more things to give back to my community. Like, I want people to look at me and be like, T did that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I want them to be like, all right, so how can I get to where she is instead of going down the wrong path or whatever? Like, it's not really about, oh, I want to just flash it because I got it. Like, nah, yeah, never right. that. Like, people like, people like, listen to us in our community feed. Like, if we give back and we started to do things with the girls, like, they like, people almost treat us like they can't, like, we're not reachable. Like, they don't mm-hmm. want to hit us. Mm-hmm. But, like, because they don't really know who we are as people, because I think we're, like, a little bit to ourselves. But, like, I've had, like, high school girls, I don't know you have to, or anybody in high school call and be like, hey, can you shoot with me? Like, can you teach me how to do whatever you do or whatever, th- anything like that? And I feel like it's, like, we have that type of influence where we're from, for sure. People mm-hmm. still talk about it after we're gone. And I feel like it's so important to, like, just go back and do something because, like, people do look for us. Like, people do remember us. If you walk down the street of Wilmington, somebody's going to know you. Oh, face. for sure, right? And and like that's what I've that's why I've come to love that place so much is because it is a small town and people do like if you you made an effort to you know what I'm saying stand for whatever or or put yourself out there and and you've been somewhat successful. People, you know, show love. Um, yeah. But I think I think growing up on the side that I grew up on, like you. You grew up on the side where you guys stood for, like, you guys stood for things. Like, you guys stood for, you guys had culture where you went to school at. And even in even in college, you know what I'm saying? You you have a school where you guys have culture. When y'all go places. Oh, they got it. They got, they got it. it, for sure. And, and, like, I think I've always searched for that, like, just as, and that's just me being vulnerable as an athlete and as a, like, as a person, as a woman in general, like, yeah, we had culture. I built a culture at Ashley. Like, now we have the number one player in the country at Ashley. You know what I'm saying? I, you know what I'm saying? Like, she got stolen from them, but but she stole her because you know our coach. You know how it's going down over there. Got in there, man. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's just, it, right now, we got that. And so I was it's, saying, Taz wasn't there, but I'm going to let y'all have it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? She eating out there, though. She eating out there. She eating. So it's like, but but nobody even knew about Ashley basketball before I was on the scene. So it's yeah. like, I and I know that, but it's like, still, like, I don't feel appreciated in that area. And, I, mm-hmm. and like, I feel like I should be appreciated more. My jersey is supposed to be getting retired this upcoming season there. And, like, mm-hmm. does that make me feel appreciated? Mm, not really. Mm-hmm. Um I was a three-sport starter in every sport I played and a first All-State basketball player of the school history, like, All-State. Like, you know what I mean? Like, just, like, yeah. shit yeah. like that. Like, and I don't know. It's just, I, and maybe that's immature for me to say because, and I guess that's, like, me yeah. trying to get over that. I'm trying to get over, like, feeling that way. So that way, like, maybe if I felt more appreciated, I'd be like, damn, I would want to go over there and make a difference. But I guess I just need to get over that and see. No, if, if you gave your heart to something, you want something. Too, too too like, too. you know what I'm saying? Cause like you think about how much time you gave to that, you know, yeah, like, I mean, you, you, you deserve to feel like that. Yeah. I ain't gonna hold you. Like you said, you, you definitely put Ashley on the map. You definitely gave people, nobody cared. About, Ashley was the rollover school. Like right. everybody, that's where you get your little dub at. So like for us, probably <laughs> like, when we when people old folk when the old heads came back it was like who's y'all right with was like Ashley they was like what like <laughs> so like for sure I feel like 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 T said like 
you should never feel like if you gave your all to something and you really did something for a program and you know you did, like it should be reciprocated. Like yeah, love and respect exactly. always come back to you. So, I mean, it could be like, I don't know. I could it could be like who maybe you associate yourself with the city too because like I came back and like the Laney girls they ain't really like it was Hanover that called me. Like I told you, Hanover called me and we were we've been rivals for 30 years. Hanover right. called me and was like, Do you want the JV coach position? And I was like, I got school, but like I'll definitely come help. Like I love that y'all called me. Like, y'all want me here, like y'all want me in the space. So those girls, and it's always been Hanover girls, like Yeah, like was in college, they'll call you like, Hey, can you help me with this? I'm like, Yeah, for sure. Right. So but they I feel like that side of town, even that side of town and over y'all, y'all appreciate shit like that. Where I'm at is silver spoon fed people. Like yeah. so it's like it's not the same. And I and I could have went to Hanover. I could have if I would have got on any other team, TJ, in the we would have won everything. Like yeah. had, my teammates, I would never downplay them, but my best teammate was Jada Backus. You know what I'm saying? And Jada's a beast, but I'm just saying it was just me and Jada. Like mm. it was just me and Jada. So like I don't know. It's just hopefully I feel like I know I'm going to be in a position one day to where I can, I know we're all going to be in a position one day where we can do things. But me personally, I, I would love to go back there and do something, but I, maybe, you know what I'm saying? It'll be a blessing to go back there and be like, still feel this way, but I'm still doing something. You know what I'm saying? Hey, like, yeah. Listen, we can talk off, off live. I got some ideas that I want to actually get into, but I feel like, I don't know. Like when I look at um certain groups of people, I ain't going to say no names, but <laughs> Uh, <laughs> they'll like list people's names and they'll exclude like a lot of female basketball players that came out of Wilmington when like you really think about it I feel like we're like some of the most influential like because it's not a lot of male basketball players you got Kadeem right. so right. I'm like y'all not reaching out to everybody that's making a difference like so I feel like um, there's definitely there's definitely groups in Wilmington that I can see like, like there's a girl off Hanover like she's going D1 Tonight's gonna go do one. I know she already got her corner and she's straight. But like there's some girls out there like at Hanover, like the girl the situation happened with went to Hanover. Like if somebody had stepped in and showed her something different, it wouldn't end it like that. She'd yeah. have a whole different life, but her life is gone. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So I feel like um we just gotta be it's it's there. It's yeah, definitely it's, there. I mean, and I wish, I guess even on personal experience, like I wish I had someone, especially going to actually, I damn sure didn't have any type of culture or anybody to look up to in that sense to be like, hey, what should I do? I transferred almost three times. Like, why do you think that happened? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I didn't have anybody to like expose me to things. And like, I feel like that's what this conversation has been about this whole time is like us being the people to expose every like people that we can like touch and relate Two, to just expose them to so many things like black, white, whatever it is. But it's really just about like the maturity to do it. But sometimes I think that like, oh, I have to be perfect or I have to be in the right place or I have to understand this. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, mm -hmm. I want to be here before I do it. In reality, oh. it's not that. Mm. can't do it. That's powerful. I'm glad you said that. I'm glad you, you gotta hit it while it's hot. You gotta hit yeah. the iron while it's hot. And I think like, that's a great point. Like, there's never really a right time to do something. like. If it's there, the opportunity is there. Like, God placed it there for a reason. So right. go ahead and take it. So I feel like um, it's just the expo. Like, if we're talking sports in Wilmington, it's really the exposure. Like, we already know. Like, if we wanted to, if you wanted to go play ball for real, you better go play AAU out of state or out of another city. You better go to Raleigh, something like that. But it's like, you, like, it's, if, 
think about Winston, for example. Like, have y'all seen the videos that have been surfacing about Winston, like the the culture at the school and everything going on? So like, by talk by be talk. Yeah, like you got you got talk, you got uh, TK. You got TK. Yeah, TK's my boy. Yeah. 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 He got Rob going on there a lot. So two five. We are here. <laughs> that is he is two five. Crazy. But um Talk's talented. But uh Yeah, Talk's crazy. Yeah, he's tough. But he um it's been like that. It's always been like that. But it's just like, okay, now we're on the map because we put cameras on it. Like, I feel the same thing about Wilmington or any other small city out here. Like, if you put cameras on it, if you get people if you get these kids exposure, you give them a chance, like if you teach these kids the way, like the path and like how to get there, like Wilmington could be on the map, be on the map just like Charlotte or Raleigh. Been on the map, bro. Like back. Yeah, when- Michael. <laughs> been, bro. Like I'm telling you, everybody, if you step foot on the court during this basketball game, you could have played D1. Cause mm. that, I mean, basically, like oh, we're gonna get eaten or embarrassed. Like <laughs> we're gonna get eaten. I'm gonna talk about it too. <laughs> like. Yeah. It was no other way around it. And, like, that was the only reason why I feel like I made it as far as I did was because, like, I feel like maybe if I would have went to Eleni or Hanover, my dad always used to say, she saw. She should have went to Eleni. She should have went to Hanover. He used to always say that, like, you're soft. And so, like, I think that me going against you guys and seeing that, like, Chip on your shoulder, gotta be. Made me had me a chip on my shoulder. So it was like when I got to D one, I got D two, and TJ knows being around me in college and just not even knowing me, I lived in the gym. Like yeah, I, right. I, don't I don't work harder than a Wilmington person, bro. Don't nobody work harder than the Fort City. That's just how it goes, and it's like I love how you might even find some like, like in high school, I didn't shoot threes, but in college I was a whole other player, and it's like I feel like that's how we are, like. You'll repeat somebody from Wilmington four years later and be like, this nigga done did a matter right. Like I ain't never seen you act like this before. Right. <laughs> you ain't never done this before. Why do you think today's the day? <laughs> so hey. and shout out to that Jordan documentary, man. I mean, oh he ain't talk about us too much, but Wilmington oh, woman too, too many times, but you know, he threw it in there a few times. Right, like, come on, man. People swear he's from New York, though. They don't know no better. Yeah. Nobody knows Wilmington. Like, they don't know no better. Where? Like, I was at a party the other day, and this dude kept on saying, like, he's from New York. And he was like, nah, nah, we have Jordan. I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, <laughs> like boy, if you don't get your dumb ass. His, his old house is two miles from my house. Like, no- <laughs> um, I played on a court with his tag on it all the time. Like, Yo. stupid. Like, it's. It's crazy. I, it's just so much opportunity. I wish people. I wish people would see it. Like it's there. Like you're scared. Everybody's just scared to do it. Nobody knows how to do it either. But then, like you know, it's a little systemic too, because like UNCW doesn't recruit Wilmington girls like that and stuff. No, ACU don't. don't don't recruit Eastern North Carolina people like that either. I remember I went on an AU tournament and uh, we was in like Florida or something, and I was balling. And then UNCW went up to my coach, like, hey, who's that? He was like, are you serious? Like, you should know. You should know. And I was like, when I was in high school, everyone was asking me that question, like, why aren't you going to UNCW? I'm like, first of all, I need to get out of here. Right. First of all, at that point, their coaching was ridiculous, but they was like getting a new coach every year. But like, if they would have recruited me, that would have been the ideal spot for me to go was UNCW. But Mm -hmm. Wilmington I, they did. I really thought they did. They, they, no, they, when I was at, 
they recruited me early as fuck. Adele Harris recruited me. She offered oh. me, she offered me in like the ninth grade, but they were they were wilding. Like over there, they they won like three games a year. They was getting a new coach every other like you know what I mean. Like they were just wilding. They should have never fired Cynthia. They never. I would have played for her. I would have played. Oh man, she was dope. <laughs> I would have played for her in two seconds. That but, was the last time we was winning. Yeah, and and I just think I don't know. I just think that like I love my city and I love everything they got going on. But hopefully, one day. We gonna get it popping, like you said. We gonna get offline and have a conversation. We can do what we gotta do. Um, like yeah. I said, my phone always work for you. You know, um, you got my number. I don't know if you always have my number, but my number changes for the most part. <laughs> for the most part, my locations change. I'm about to change location in a month. It's how it's been coming, but I really like, really, really, really like this pod, y'all. Like this. Yeah, this is crazy. This is a very fulfilling, recharging, informational. Yeah. You know, like. Just all of the above podcast. Like, I appreciate you for like taking the time out, T, and and coming. Thanks for having me, man. Okay, thank you. Gotta have. It's got. Look, I always tell we gotta make it happen again. Um, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Happen again. Hopefully, I'm. I've been like right before this happened. I was about to get together like a whole panel full of people, and then that's all happening and stuff. But I'm about to actually move back up north. But when I'm in this area. I, I'm gonna make sure that I I bring the mics and the cameras back to when we can congregate as regular normal people. It might be in some years, <laughs> but we're gonna get it popping either way. Work for sure. Snizzer. For sure. I'm always here, man. I'm always here. Appreciate you, dog, man. This is episode 21. We out here. All podcast. We all here. <laughs> Rest hey. George Floyd. Yes, sir. Right. You know what time it is, TJ. Hey, love the people around you. Love them while you got them. T, appreciate you. Appreciate hey, you. Stay black, my people. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> stay safe out here. Shout out to Five. Snow Hill, we out here. Ah, it's, all right. I'm going to say Eastern North Carolina this time. I'm going to say Eastern North Carolina this time. Y'all, what? Hey, what's Wilmington? Nine Dime or 919? What's that? Nine Dime. Nine Dime. Okay. Nine dime. Right. I had some beef with some people in the Nine Dime, so I'm going to show up. <laughs> I'll <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. Hey, appreciate y'all.